Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. If you tuned into my episode two weeks ago, episode number 109, where I talked about my five YouTube channels for working on nonfiction, I felt like it would be appropriate today to talk about my all-time favorite YouTube channel. This one's not for nonfiction, but if you know me by now, you know that I love wordless picture books, and I love Pixar shorts because they're wordless, and there's so many things that you can do with them. So my all-time favorite YouTube channel is Simon's Cat. If you are not familiar with this YouTube channel, as soon as you get to work, as soon as you are not driving or whatever you're doing and are able to hop on YouTube, type in Simon's Cat, and you won't regret it. It is a channel filled with black and white cartoons that are one minute to 10 minutes long. They are wordless, and it's about a man and his cat and the adventure, I wouldn't even say adventures, but things that happen to them. The benefits of it being wordless is you can work on body language and facial expressions and inferencing and predicting and summarizing. I mean, the sky really is the limit, okay? They are short. They're easy to use. You can pair it with any activity. I mean, just the other day, I paired a Simon's Cat compilation where there were like five different ones combined. And after each one, we talked about the main idea. I had uh, written on a dry erase board a sentence of how to produce a main idea. So the video was about blank, and I wrote who, that blank. Because not only do I want them to say the main idea, I don't want them saying it in one word or phrases. I want them saying it in a complete sentence. So not only did I get them doing that, 
but they got to practice it over and over again because these videos were so short. And then I paired it with a main idea tic-tac-toe game that I have in my SLP Elevate membership. If you're not a member of that, what are you waiting for? By the way, head to slpelevate.com. You won't regret that. Members of SLP Elevate loved it when I shared this idea with them in our exclusive Facebook group because it was like, oh, such an easy way to pair a principal activity with a fun YouTube activity because sometimes those activities don't take the full 30 minutes and we need to pair some of them together. Just the way, especially students that have short attention spans, they can't just be sitting and doing a worksheet, right? They can't just be sitting and doing one thing the entire time. So being able to put some few things together to work on the same goal over and over again, more opportunities to practice, more opportunities to collect some data, more opportunities to build that confidence for our students. So that is why I love Simon's Cat, okay? There are seasonal ones. Like I said, there's compilations. There are compilations for Christmas, for Valentine's Day, for winter, for Halloween, summer, spring. Sky is the limit. So any seasonal things, perfect. There are ones that can go with even life skills ones. There's a video of Simon vacuuming. There's a video of Simon packing a suitcase. So you can pair it with how-to activities. You can work on describing and problem-solving. When something goes wrong with the cat or Simon, what would you do differently and have debates? You can even find Simon's cat videos that are bombarded with an articulation sound and have your student retell the story of the video using their articulation sound. Boom, done. You can use the same activity with as many groups as possible. Hey, that is what I'm here for, to help you be the best SLP you can be without having to prep a million pieces material, right? So it's a matter of, okay, what am I working on? Okay, am I working on main idea? Am I working on inferencing? Am I working on, what am I working on? How am I teaching it to them? And now I'm going to take the Simon's Cat video and put it together. Let me grab my visual aid. Let me grab a sentence strip. Let me give them a graphic organizer. What am I doing to help them learn this skill and strategy with this video? The material isn't important. This is just another idea to throw into our toolbox. It's a matter of how am I teaching it to them so that they can learn it differently than they're learning in the classroom. And that is what I am here to help you with, right? So just like main idea, we could practice to give our students millions of main idea activities, but if we're not teaching them how to do it, it's not going to be helpful. So we need to teach them who is about, what happened to them. And I love doing that with Simon's Cat videos. Okay. Anyway, what are some of my favorite Simon's Cat videos that you can utilize? Snow Cat, such a good one. Okay. So the cat, I don't want to give spoiler alerts, but I'm going to give a spoiler alert. The cat is building a snow cat, like instead of a snowman, and then a dog comes over and the dog has a stick in his mouth. Why do we know about dogs? Okay. He wants to play fetch. What do we know what the cat is doing? Okay, well, the cat is building a snowman. What do we know about snowman and sticks? Okay, the snowman needs sticks for the arms. So what do you think the cat's going to do? Okay. And then, so the course, the cat takes the stick, breaks it in half, uses the arms. And then the dog gets mad. But it gets even better. And you're probably laughing at me if you know this video. The dog pees on the snow cat. But it gets even better. Because what do we know about pee? Okay, we know pee is warm. So what do you think happened to the snow cat? Yes, the snow melted. It's so good. Okay, so you can see how like we have predicting that we can work on inferencing. Like, why do you think the snow melted? What do you think is going to happen to the snow cat now that it, some of it is melted? Yes, the snow cat falls down. 
All right. So there's so many things that you can work on. You can work on the cause and effect of the warm pee hitting the snow. What would you do if you were the cat? What would you do if you were the dog? You can role play it out if you even want to look. So let's not pee on anything. But anyway. Okay. So that's one of my favorite videos. My next favorite one is, so the snow cat one is a great one for wintertime. Scaredy legs is a great one for Halloween time, but you could really use it anytime. Okay. So... Simon is on a chair reading a book and a spider's crawling on him and he asks the cat to like get the spider, like kill it. And the cat tries to, but doesn't. And then the spider is like crawling on Simon and Simon doesn't notice. And then all of a sudden he does notice and he freaks out. But like the students get to really look at the facial expressions on Simon and like, does he know? Does he not know that the spider is on him? And what do you think the cat would say to him if he could talk? What words would you use if you were the cat? There's so much greatness that is in this video because you can do the somebody wanted, but so then. So Simon wanted to read, but there was a spider crawling on him. So he tried to get the cat to kill the spider. Then he ran away because the cat didn't kill the spider. Anyway, my last favorite video, and there are so many more, but these are like my top three, is Staircase. So Simon is carrying boxes down the stairs and the cat is like blocking his way. And it's like, what's the problem here? What should Simon be saying to this cat? And I like this one because if you have students working on the R sound, there's a tons of R opportunities. Staircase, the cat is stretching. There's, there's a picture frame in the background. There's just so many different R words that you can use. It's just a great, it's just funny there's problem solving. You can give the dialogue what they would or could say, think versus say kind of thing, predicting what might happen. And of course, if you can guess, Simon falls down the stairs with the box in his hand, and then you hear a crash, another R word. And it's like, what do you think is inside the box based on what you hear? There's tons of opportunities to use that higher level thinking skills, but you can also use it with your basic students because it is still a cartoon and that you can work on those basic recall. What do you see? Where are they? Who is that? What's going on? Prepositions. You can really use it with any group possible. And that is why I love it. And I asked you guys this in my Facebook group, Functional Speech Therapy Ideas for School-Based SLPs. And you guys also said you love Simon's Cat also for body language, nonverbal language, inferencing, predicting, WH questions, summarizing, describing all the same reasons as I do. And that makes me and my SLP heart so happy. So again, go check out Simon's Cat. I will have the link to the, the YouTube channel in my show notes if you want to check that out. I also will have a link to my Facebook group, the Functional Speech Therapy Ideas. If you're not in that Facebook group, go check it out. It's the place where the cool SLPs are, where we share fun ideas, fun YouTube channels, free websites, ask for tips and help, all that fun stuff. And again, I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be. I'm here to show you why we are doing what we are doing, how to do it, and what fun, free ideas are out there to work on these goals so that our students are motivated and making progress and keeping our jobs as easy as possible and remembering why we were SLPs to begin with, right? Okay, so I'm going to end my episode with a joke like always. What do you call a Pikachu that does a sing and dance at kids' birthdays, the hokey Pokemon. Ba-dum-ching! All right, guys, until next week, stay out of trouble.
Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.